Hello, I'm Michael Eisner. Music and sound play such an important role in setting the mood both in filmmaking and in our daily lives. That's why I do some of my best thinking in elevators. They're so safe and quiet. They always have such such nice music. Once again, a bright idea has come to me in an elevator. The next time, I think I'll take the stairs. Welcome to the wonderful world of Disney. everybody and welcome to an elevator ride that doesn't have an hour and a half long queue to get on this is the zillennial canon <laughs> i'm kira um and i am adam Ooh, sorry. <laughs> i don't have a spooky name <laughs> um <laughs> Adam, what's up? Um, you know, just another fucking night, you know? Just, yeah. uh, just watching. Uh, I understand. I mean, okay, first of all, let me just say, why is this movie not on Disney Plus? There's no reason um, okay. for Okay, I googled it, and I was looking for it anywhere, uh-huh. and there was actually an article two days ago for, like, a local newspaper in, like, on like the west coast or something somewhere and it was literally from two days ago and it was talking about being able to rent this in their local video store and it's about why it's not streaming on disney plus because there's probably copyright issues because it's like loosely based on stuff having to do with the twilight zone and cbs has the twilight zone properties see um okay but then also like how is it still in the parks under twilight zone well that's i mean i didn't really research that whole aspect of it because i didn't i just accidentally found it while i was trying to find this movie like two minutes before we started recording (laughs) well like i um because i i mean i know the whole thing you know cbs owns the rights to the twilight zone and then they um just like everything and uh just like how universal licenses their stuff for the theme parks and disney does the same thing um, they renew their IPs every few years, and there's no reason for CBS to revoke that access. Twilight Zone's a very profitable IP, and Tower of Terror is very infamous, especially in the Florida parks. I get that, but, like, it's just... This one, it's... I, I thought it would go more the other way, where, um... Because this movie doesn't really reference the Twilight Zone. Like, it never has any references to the show or it doesn't mention Twilight Zone or any references to it at all, unless I miss some, it's acting, it kind of creates its own mythology, which is why I thought it could still somehow, I don't know, be on Disney Plus because it doesn't reference or anything. I think because the ride is based on the show and then this is based on the ride. Um, 
That makes me wonder, like, why didn't the I love movie... how we did not even have an introduction. We just immediately started talking about copyright law. I hate well, this podcast so much. Well, okay, but the thing is, I if you ask me how I was doing, and my frustration tonight stems from the fact that it took me forever to find this movie. <laughs> well, mine was because my it. washing machine flooded my laundry room, Adam. <laughs> well, we have more pressing issues at hand tonight, and that's the copyright issues of Tower of Terror 1997, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Or the fact that my computer chair just sunk to the floor. Like, there's two... (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I heard that, like, click, and then, like, the... (laughs) I fucking hate this chair. (laughs) That's why I'm sitting in bed, (laughs) literally, because my chair, like, squeaks every time I move. And now that I actually have a microphone, like, I'll be, like, in the middle of a podcast, and it'll just be like... (laughs) Yeah, whenever I get, like, a good mic, maybe I'll move to my bedroom and just lay on my bed. But for now... Now I'm, like, just... I don't know, like, I'm in my office, and I'm just, like, vibing, but maybe... I have to say, though, whenever I do sit in my bed, I'm much more tired, so who knows how this episode is gonna go. I also don't want my mom to, like, hear me, like, fucking rambling about Tower of Terror. Like, I like, <laughs> I like being spaced out from everyone else in the house right now. Exactly. Um, so, Kira... Yeah? Other than your uh, washer being a bitch, um, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm all right. I, uh, what have you, have you watched anything good? Um, have I? I don't know. I, time's kind of, uh, fake. yeah, it's fake. First of all, mm-hmm. um, I, I've seen a few good movies lately. I've seen, uh, I saw on the rocks last night with my mom. Oh, isn't it so good? I love it. It was really cute. I, I really, so ins- sweet. yeah, it was a very sweet movie. Bill Murray was excellent as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Sofia Coppola. It was just, um, I mean, it, it's exactly what you think it's going to be for better or worse. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, really cute movie. Um, also just a really small movie that no one has seen or talked about, but I think it's probably in my top three, if not my favorite movie of the year so far is this movie called shit house. Um, no one talked about this movie. It's on like none of like the New York critics are like buzzing about it uh but it's amazing i love it it's like before sunrise for people who ship post on twitter that's the best way i can describe it and it's a masterpiece and i love it so those are my recommendations for the week before we get into fucking tower of terror cool i don't know i uh no memes whatsoever but i watched the black pig documentary and i think it's incredible the black um, pig Black Pink, the K-pop. Oh, group. I said Black Pig. I was like Black yeah. Pig. Black yeah. Pink, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. Even if you don't like um that group or K-pop in general, you should still watch it because it's like such a weird look into the K-pop um like industry. Um, and it doesn't go as deep into how actually dark it is as it could, but it is extremely sad, but also like really great because they're such amazing people. Um, it makes me more interested because I've always, I mean, I, I've never denied like the, you know, talent of K-pop, but like the um, underlying mechanics of the industry have always. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. fucking insane. You should watch it. Definitely. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half long. But um, they're honestly like I'm not a K-pop fan really, but I love Blackpink a lot, um, and this definitely made me like love them more. And then um, I watched Ghost World before we started recording because I'm like depressed. 
great movie. I watched it before I left Criterion Channel, whatever month that was this year. Um, yeah, I mean, so good. what can you really, do? what can you say? <laughs> oh, also, since we're just recommending shit, um, American Utopia, HBO Max. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I really didn't think he could top Stop Making Sense, but uh, I think he did. He you did. think he topped it? It, I mean, it's as good, but even more like politically charged and stylish. And yeah, definitely. I like again. I have so much nostalgia for Stop Making Sense. I've seen like a billion times, but like just after one watch of American Utopia, I'm like, yeah, this is even better. Like it's it's a I masterpiece. Like, I feel like Stop Making Sense is more so like it's like a burst of energy that just yeah. like makes me feel so cozy. And then American Utopia, I feel like, is just, like, so, like, life-affirming and so, like, like, it just makes me, like, feel, like, and this is definitely his intention, but it just makes me feel, like, how I'm, like, connected to, like, every single person and, like, how I'm perceived in this world. And I don't think a piece of media has ever affected me in that way. Yeah, no, I mean, I, that, but that's the thing, like, it's all of those things, but it's also, like, a burst of energy, like, stop making mm-hmm. sense. Like, yeah. I was like just I, I vibed so hard with it like on a was it Saturday that it came out? Um, yeah. me and Mia watched it like right at eight PM as soon as it aired and uh, it, it was it was perfect. I, I it genuinely could not have been better. It was maybe the best thing I've seen this year so far. Yeah. I saw it actually um we were supposed to go see it in a drive in the drive in, but then we weren't able to make it. Um so we like rented it from New York Film Festival. But um yeah, it was, like, exactly a year since I saw it live, and I feel like seeing it live was, like, I, like, didn't, like, it's almost like when you, like, go, I mean, yeah, it's literally exactly what it is, like, when you go to a concert for, like, your favorite person that you've, like, never seen before, and you're, like, I won't believe it until they're, like, actually out on the stage in front of me, um, the second it started, I was just, like, tearing up and tearing up and tearing up. And then when he's, like, when, like, the first, like, opening notes of This Must Be The Place came on, I literally just started weeping. Like, tears just, like, streaming down my face. And I turned to Sean and I was like, I never thought I'd be able to see this in real life. I, <laughs> I was go. just, like, weeping. Um, I, it's suppo- It was supposed to come back this fall, but, yeah, obviously not. But, um... Yeah, I just, I've never experienced anything like that. And then just, like, seeing it again and also just, like, Spike Lee's, like, editing and directing was fucking insane. Yeah, so he, he did a great job with it. Um, yeah, I really can't recommend it enough. It's it's fucking incredible, truly. Yeah. I mean, you know what's not incredible? What? You know what's not incredible? What's not incredible? Tower of Terror, nineteen ninety-seven. You don't think it's incredible? <laughs> it's not. I, I didn't mean, think. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I don't think it's bad. I I was just trying to transition. I don't know. Um, I I don't hate. Uh, let's just get into it. I don't know. Um, Kira, <laughs> you've never seen this movie, right? No, I haven't. Um, but you knew it existed. Yeah. So I found out it existed because one time I was at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> As you do, as you sometimes do. Yeah. I actually had a Cracker Barrel mac and cheese for dinner tonight. Anyway, so 
I was at a Cracker Barrel in the gift shop and I was wandering around with Sean um, like you do after as you digest your food and then you go use the Cracker Barrel bathroom and then you get back on the road for your road trip. You can see a Shirley Temple box set in your local Cracker Barrel. Yeah, exactly. As you can hear in the theme song of this uh, of this podcast, if you haven't realized uh, yet, our theme song is the Shirley Temple box set infomercial. <laughs> However... <laughs> Um, on the DVD rack, similar to like how like the aforementioned CVS DVDs are, like they're like $35 for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a pack that's like Disney Parks DVDs, and I was like, what the fuck? And it was like Country Bears, Haunted Mansion, and Tower of Terror. And I was like, I had no idea there was a Tower of Terror movie. And this was like maybe like two or three years ago. I remember and you sending a picture like, of it. Yeah, and Sean's like, how did you not know that? I was like, I have no idea. Like, I literally knew nothing about it. And I wanted to buy it so badly, but it was legitimately, like, $35 for these movies that nobody wants. That's like, also the little canon. Cracker Barrel movies being, like, 30 bucks for no fucking reason. Just Cracker Barrel movies in general. Like, like it's always, like some random movie like that or like the disney movies that they do have are like like these movies like the wonderful world of disney movies that like michael eisner had intros for like yeah (laughs) speaking of (laughs) yeah um this one i mean to be fair to your credit like not knowing about this movie it's not many people give a shit about it um and I can't necessarily blame them considering it was made as a fucking ABC original movie. No, it was Wonderful World of Disney. That was on ABC. That's ABC. That's I a... know, but it's like different. It's not like, I mean, yeah, it's a TV movie. But like Wonderful or World of Disney on was ABC. like. Okay, but there were no streaming services. Like Wonderful World of Disney was like an event. Okay. Was it not? I mean, kind of. I don't. I don't know. Like, it, I still think my point stands. It was an original movie intended to air on ABC. That's all I meant. I meant no disrespect. Um, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Michael Eisner. Um, no, so I mean Michael Eisner. This stupid intro. To I this sent movie. you. I sent you. I was like, okay, I'm ready to record, but wait first. Watch this video. And it's, like, two minutes long, and Adam's like, yeah, I already watched <laughs> Yeah, well, like, I finished the movie earlier tonight, um, after I, uh, voted, and I came back, watched Tower of Terror, and then Kira was like, I, my washer fucked up, uh, i be ready for another few hours. I'm like, okay, let me just go down a YouTube rabbit hole, and it somehow brought me to that fucking video she sent me of Michael Eisner dying in front of me, and, uh, it's it's a I mean like most Michael Eisner content it's a fucking trip and yeah um, so you I, found that playlist the playlist uh I don't think so um so there's an entire playlist of uh every single Michael Eisner intro <laughs> fuck <laughs> the and they're all two Disney. minutes long yeah they're all two minutes long and one day I'm just gonna put it on autoplay <laughs> and watch all of them it's like. The day I don't even day. know how many years worth of one. I mean, there's only a few. I mean, there's not like a lot of wonderful world different <laughs> things, right? Like, uh, there's like a good amount. Um, I sent it 
Did I send it to you too? I sent it to Sean. Um, uh, for the parent trap one, there are like two of him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so funny. <laughs> like he always does like a little bit. I know that the, um, what's it called? Like the Muppets one is good. Like the entire Muppets special, like Muppets at Disney World is online on I think Vimeo and that's like amazing like it's so funny it's just like the Muppets like it's like when Muppet Vision 3D like to promote the opening of it and it's just it's just them like running around and like fucking up Disney World <laughs> it's so funny I highly recommend it I will check it out it's um, so good yeah I'm definitely gonna look at that playlist like probably tonight honestly yeah I'll um, send it to you it's great um so I don't know. This movie, I saw it when I was, who knows? I don't even know how old I was. I definitely didn't see it the year it came out, considering I was a fucking baby. But, <laughs> uh, but they had that. Like a few weeks old. Yeah, exactly. Like a week and a half old. Um, so I can only assume they had either, there's either A, a uh, rerun of it, which seems kind of likely at some point. Or B, I rented it, and I don't remember which one it was. Um, but I remember that I saw it as a kid, and I really liked it as a kid. It made me want to go ride the ride when we went to um, what used to be MGM Studios, now Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios. Um, and I remember when I got there, I, <laughs> we got in line for it, and I don't even think I was going to be tall enough to ride it. But I like backed out anyways because I was like, when I, because there's like one thing where you watch a movie and you're like, I want to ride the ride that this is based off of. Mm-hmm. And then you get there as a fucking kid and you're like, I'm not riding that. I'm not doing it. Like, because yeah, you see it in person. <laughs> yeah. No. And I mean, I hate to admit this, but I didn't get over my fear of Tower of Terror until I was like 13. Um, because I've only, I only went to Hollywood Studios so much when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I went way more when I was a teenager. Because there um, wasn't really anything there until we were older. Like, well, it was, like, like, kind of small. I don't know. Like, it's always been my favorite of the parks. Um, But, like, mm-hmm. even as a kid, just because I loved... I don't know. I just like the vibe of that place. Yeah. Um, But, like, I just never... Because my mom, like, we always just went to Magic Kingdom or Epcot or, for some reason, Animal Kingdom a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though MGM was my favorite. And... Um, I don't know, like, I only went there, like, twice in that span between, like, when I saw the movie and, uh, whatever, before I was a teenager, and the first time I went, I was, like, six, maybe, mm-hmm. and I, that's the time I'm talking about, I definitely was too, uh, short to write it, um, short but King. I, yeah, Short King, uh, backed out, told my mom didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to do it, she, uh, the creepy thing about it is, I don't know if you did this when you were in Florida, but like when you get to the top, like to the front of the, lo- uh, the line, and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to ride this. I'm scared. A creepy worker escorts you to an equally creepy elevator, and then rides with you down <laughs> to the lobby. Oh my god! So you have to take an elevator down, like when you're scared of, uh, like going on the elevator. Yes, it's that's very, so funny. <laughs> it's really fucking. And then like like I said, one of those creepy guys that stay in character also escorts you. Um, if your parents are riding the ride, because um, I guess there's like a whole, there's like a whole section of employees in that ride, licensed or like hired to like 
like watch kids that are too scared to ride it. Like <laughs> it's um, I don't know if that's still a thing, but I I distinctly remember that happening when I was a kid. Yeah. And then the second time I went was like in 2009 or 10. I can't remember what year. Yeah. Um, and I went no 2009 because I was 12, and I was I was so close. Like I really wanted to do it, but I just like, got scared last minute, and mm-hmm. I. I did the same thing again. I just chickened out and I left. So it was until like I was 13 that I finally wrote it. And I'm like, this is the best ride of all time. <laughs> um, because it's amazing. Like the pre-show is incredible. Yeah. The ride itself is trippy and amazing and uh, just a thing of energy. I know we're not talking about the ride specifically, but the buildup of watching this movie as a kid and then like <laughs> being so afraid of it for 13 years and then the payoff of finally writing it and conquering my fear that's zillennial canon <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you some... were you scared of writing it when you were a kid um i've actually never been on it oh my god so i went to hollywood studios in 2009 for the first time and like i like knew everything about the disney parks because i had like those books where it's like every single ride and what happens on them and here's where to eat and here's where the bathrooms are and I was like obsessed with them and I would just read them all the time so I didn't go on that because I was like that ride's too crazy like not even that I was like scared of it and I was like I've watched like those like travel channel specials so many times and they make it look so terrifying on those and like I kind of realized that like the movie kind of resembles the marketing for the ride like the like weird angles and like the editing and stuff like it almost like resembles the um like the promos for the ride as well as like the travel channel specials when they make them look all like intense um but I was always like not like scared of it but I was like that's just such a crazy ride like that's too crazy like because I went on like rock and roll coaster and stuff when I was that young which is like insane to me yeah um but and that's probably like crazier but this year which is crazy to say that I went to Disney this year in January um when I met Adam um (laughs) we actually had a fast pass (laughs) to go on Tower of Terror and like for years like Sean and I have been like oh like because he loves like Twilight Zone and like that aesthetic but like he doesn't do like crazy rides so we're always like we kind of just want to like wait in the queue and then just like get off because we just want to see it um but we had fast passes to go on and like we were in Hollywood Studios at like 6am that day to do uh Rise of Resistance and we were so tired that, like, when it was time for our fast passes to come, like, we weren't even, like, scared to go on. We just literally, like, looked at each other and we were like, we don't feel like falling right now. Like, legitimately, like, we don't feel like feeling that sensation. And we just, like, didn't go on. <laughs> Normally, I would understand. But <laughs> but it's, like, I, I hate to be that guy, but I think it might close like the or like no, the I don't think it will. The California, no, it's not going to. I mean, there have I been ha- many discussions about it. It's literally like the main thing of the park now that they changed the theater. Like that's like the icon of Hollywood Studios right now. I mean, I hope not. I I really don't want it to close. Like I don't think that I think there have been some discussions because that's like the original one. Um, yeah. but. Yeah, uh, 
yeah i mean <laughs> well you have to write it next time you come because i will go on it it's just that we were literally awake at 5 a.m and then we had magic hours so we were in the park until 11 p.m so well, the question, we, wait so my question for like, my question for sean is like he doesn't do crazy rides but has he rode rock and roller coaster no oh okay um well, well like, okay we had a deal that if he could get me into a haunted house this year that he would go on roller coasters next time and we just went to a very scary drive through haunted house so he's coming on roller coasters next time i don't i mean i really don't think tower of terror is that crazy of a ride i um, just don't like falling but <laughs> like, like I, I just i'm not like scared of it i just don't like that feeling i don't prefer like, it but like in Tower of Terror specifically, it's so cool because, like, just, like, going through the hotel and, like, the way the elevator moves. No, I know. I've always wanted to go in that room, like, at the end. I've never watched a ride POV of it. That's one thing that I won't do. I've never watched a ride POV of that or, um, I think all the way through Splash Mountain or, like, I've never watched all the way through, like, a few rides because I'm just, like, I need to, like, go on them. Like, I can't just, like, watch a ride through. Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't do it justice because like there's like a I mean, it's different from like watching it and then like actually sitting in a creepy elevator and being in that atmosphere of like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess if you've not seen it, I don't want to spoil it. But like just like the pre-show and then also like the after like mm-hmm. the little room you're in, it's like just so cool. And I don't know the visuals and the music and just I mean, everything about it. And also like um I like i know i don't know exactly like what disney stands think is like the best line to wait in in the park who knows um but i think my favorite line to wait in is the uh, tower of terror because like the lobby is so cool and like mm. the pre-show where you where i don't know if you know about this but like when you go in the library and they like <laughs> the creepy guy like locks the door <laughs> and then the tv just like shutters on and there's like a window next to you and then like there's like rain sound effects and like lightning in the window That's so cool it's so fucking cool and like you just watch a rod sterling twilight zone intro like where mm-hmm. he explains his Twilight Zone, and it's just like it's so atmospheric. And then you're just like fucking, and like the whole line queue is like you're just waiting in this uh, either the hotel lobby or like this boiler room. And That's like, why we always wanted to go just like in the queue oh and like God. not go on the ride. But the payoff is the ride. I know, like, it's I so know. good. It's so good. Yeah. Like I, I could literally like talk about this for an hour like just the ride like, i'm so, so familiar with the flight of passage queue because i waited three hours to go on <laughs> yeah oh well i mean i still have not been on flight of pass i actually have not been to animal kingdom since avatar took it's, over it's pretty say what you want to say about avatar it's pretty fucking cool no i want to i mean i just i haven't coughed up that but um i no i have nothing i mean i don't really give a shit about avatar but um no i really want to go to the park I yeah just, sean's uh, the only person in the world that gives a shit about avatar literally i mean i don't even dislike the movie i just don't care yeah nobody either. cares about it um no but i mean the park looks cool like i want to go there and i yeah. um i i just i even like animal kingdom in general like aside from that so that I, was my I have... first time there and i did a half day we didn't it's... even see like half of it did you go on uh everest yes i did and it was amazing that was yeah. my first fast pass and my first ride of the trip i went on everest like the year it opened like 2006 and then i have not been on since that was one i was terrified of from travel channel yeah, I, again, Travel Channel making it look way worse than it actually yeah. is. Um, 
not that when you go backwards isn't scary it is kind of scary but like they made it look like the yeti itself was literally gonna like jump onto the track and like rip you (laughs) off and just chuck you into outer space like but then it's like been broken for like 10 years well, let like... me ask you, like, is it, yeah, exactly. Like, so which is it? Like, the is it the Yeti that's, or, like, the um, travel channel that's worse, or the actual Disney commercials that are worse? Because they're both equally scary. Um, I think it was the travel channel ones, because it was, like, like, I wasn't, like, scared of Joe Rody, but he just had this, like, like, I think it was, like, his eyes. Like, he has these, like, sunken in eyes. And then, like, his earring. Like, I love him more than life itself. But when I was a kid, I was just so, like... He was just, like, so excited, like, talking about this, like, scary Yeti that he, like, designed. And I was, like, he's, like... He's Frankenstein and the Yeti is his monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, literally, it was, like flashing back and forth like between this like giant yeti animatronic like v- like flailing his arms and then it's like joe Rody being like and the yeti he rips up the track and then he sends you plummeting backwards and i'm just like that's gonna kill me one day and then when you get on, <laughs> when you get on it it's like not even like it was scary in the sense that it was like pitch black and yeah. it whips you around so fast that you have no idea where you are that was what was scary about it, and it was just very disorienting. I don't even think the backwards part or, like, the lights out part is the scariest part. The scariest part to me, at least when I was a kid, was, like, you going up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And you could hear, like, the track below you, mm-hmm. like, chugging along, and you're just like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to <laughs> And then there's, no, literally, when we were up there, because I'm, like, so familiar with the track of this ride just from watching Travel Channel, like, literally, that's, like, it's so stupid. That's all I watched as a kid, that and the Disney Cruise Line one. Um, that, like, I was like, yep, here we go. Track's gonna change. Like, I was, like, so prepared for it. Like, and when we were, like, up and they were, like, holding us, like, switching the tracks, I was like, look at all these hair ties. Like, people just, like, threw their hair ties onto the track. I'm like, I guess it's, like, a thing that people do. I, I did not know that. Yeah, they're just, the whole top of uh, Expedition Everest just has hair ties all over it because people throw them off. Yeah, I, I, I've i seen, like, um, when I went to uh, Bush Gardens, like, I, I know, like, when you go on, uh, it's not Shikra, but it's, like, some other ride there. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's actually, I think, scarier than Shikra, because it's, like, your feet are, like, dangling. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a fucking massive drop, and I, I just hate it. Um, but every time you, like, go over, like, the lake or, like, the grassy area... Mm-hmm. Um, you see like a bunch of like sunglasses and like yeah I think even one time I saw like a camera just like laying there yeah <laughs> and like those like nets yeah 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 um, yeah I don't know like that's I'm pretty sure I lost some glasses when I was on uh, I think it was Dueling Dragons at Universal mm-hmm. um, and I remember when I went in like 2015 with my uh, high school girlfriend like I had like a no glasses policy on roller coasters (laughs) and so like I'm we're going up like you know have you ever been on dueling dragons like uh no but I'm familiar with it like when you're going up 
like the the ramp or whatever mm-hmm. and like i you're like staring directly into the florida sun while you're doing it yeah and my uh megan she was just like are you are you closing your eyes are you scared i'm like no it's the <laughs> fucking sun <laughs> it's blind yeah literally <laughs> um so I, i'm curious like I mean, there's nothing you can really, like, lose on, like, Tower of Terror, I guess, except, like... Don't people put, like, pennies on the ground? Like, I feel like people do, people do, like, weird, like, bits as they're falling from the sky, and I don't understand how people have, like, the stomach and, like, the, like, stamina to do that. Is it because, like, Disney people go, like, every day and, like, go on it? Well, I have, like, a, um, the picture from when I went last year, um... On, and I went on Tower of Terror and, you know, like me and my, like, it's a picture of a friend of the pod, Zach. He's next to me acting like a fucking crackhead. And then to the left of me, my friend Jess is like, just cling to my arm because she's never been on it before. And then the girl in front of me is just like smiling at the camera because she knows exactly when this can, her picture is going to get taken. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, you fucking Disney girl. Like, <laughs> like people I, do that. People do that on like Splash Mountain. Like, yeah. um, my friend and her sister did that too like they do like bits on splash mountain and i don't understand how people like aren't like like how do people like pose on like a huge like drop i don't understand that like how do you not have like a visceral reaction i guess if you go that often you're just like used to like the drop and you know how to like prepare or how your body reacts to it when it happens i guess but i'm not i mean even though i'm in florida like i'm 20 minutes away from like literally i can't even like drive over a hill in like sean's neighborhood without being like yeah like well like even though i live like 20 minutes away from disney i don't go that that's like the worst thing about being a floridian they're like oh so you must go to disney all the time no i fucking don't like i never go um and i never get used to the rides um like ever, like no matter how many times I ride Space Mountain, like it's always going to scare me when it lifts off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and again, I don't want to get used to it. I want there to be a magic to it. I want there to be like a suspense to it, no matter how many times I go on it. Which is why I don't go as often as like some of my friends do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, because I found like when I had a um, annual pass to Universal. Um, I got kind of desensitized some of my favorite rides. Like yeah. when I went on um, uh, the Hulk like a billion times one summer, I got to the point where it was like the takeoff didn't affect me the way it used to. Yeah. And I was kind of like, damn, man, I like, I miss being scared. <laughs> like when I, when I launch out of that, uh, out of the pit, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, maybe I should like take a break like from it <laughs> and just like go back when I'm ready. Um Although the Spider-Man ride there, I know like every line too. Like as it mm-hmm. happens, it's like a it's like scream. I just know everything they say. One time um, when I went to Universal, um, <laughs> I like barely went on any rides, even though we were there for like twelve hours. But I went on the Woody Woodpecker roller coaster like ten times because there was no line. <laughs> the fucking kid zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not even like a child. Like I was like 14. <laughs> like <laughs> I just literally went on it like 10 times in a row and I was like, "Yeah, I went on a roller coaster." That's very Kira energy. I did not even go on like anything else. Like <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on that. Oh. Is it yeah. still open? <laughs> I don't even know to be I honest. I think it is. I don't know why, but 
Yeah, because um, they closed a bunch of that kid zone shit. Um, I I don't know. Like when I was a kid, like the best fucking thing in the kid zone there was uh, um, the Curious George. I was just gonna say yeah. that. Yeah, the Curious George ball pit. Yeah, that place is for fucking anarchists. Like they, <laughs> they you can go fucking ham in that place. <laughs> the Curious George ball pit. Didn't they have like guns that you like shoot the balls out of? You can fucking <laughs> rapid fire like um. Uh, dodgeballs that like someone it's so funny you can like fucking kill someone <laughs> i'm genuinely surprised there hasn't death. been like a lawsuit in the cause curious. of death curious george ball pit dead, no dead ass like that and the popeyes like uh they, they used to have like this boat mm-hmm. where you can go play on the boat like near where the lagoon is or mm-hmm. whatever and it was kind of like a similar thing but like you could just like sp- splash water on the people on the boat mm-hmm. and but like it's like rapid fire water guns and it's just like jesus christ like they're getting like soaked enough like, yeah um but yeah i don't know like universal like i guess disney has like extreme rides but universal is just like used to be fucking unhinged back in the day <laughs> yeah yeah disney never goes unhinged universal is the most unhinged I miss old Universal. I uh, before like Harry Potter took over and shit. But... Yeah, fuck Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean you heard it here first. <laughs> Definitely not first. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I... <laughs> Should we actually talk about the movie? I guess. Yeah, can we? A <laughs> um... half hour in. Sorry, I hope you guys like uh, theme parks. Um. <laughs> But you expected it when we're talking about the Tower of Terror movie, and one of us is a Florida man, and the other is just some bitch. Just watching nonstop YouTube videos and Twitter, keeping up with Twitter accounts on theme parks. Exactly. Yeah. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Folks, do you love movies? What about the scary ones that give you chills? It sounds like this October, Superyaki is the scary place for you. The team at Superyaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every frightening moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. And this month, they're going full scare zone with an entire collection highlighting some of their favorite spooky movies from The Addams Family Values, Halloween, Scream, and an entire collection dedicated to the one and only Guillermo del Toro. The folks at Superyaki are here to help you live your spookiest Halloween. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. On your next order, Superyaki is giving you 10% off with the code SUPERFRIEND that's super friend in all caps with no spaces. Check out Super Yaki. That's super Y A K I. The link is in the description of this episode. Thanks so much for sponsoring this episode, Super Yaki. Um, okay, so it opens with 1939 or something. <laughs> or something. Um. <laughs> um yeah, it's 
I, I it's a really cool opening to a movie. Yeah, I mean it's cool because like it's pretty much identically identical to like what the plot of the ride is, mm-hmm. like people getting zapped away in the elevator. And I think the editing's kind of cool in the opening. Like it's kind of like the way it goes back and forth, like the band and introducing you each yeah, character. Yeah, um, that one jazz song is the Lineal Canon. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like ba 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 and I think it's Zillennial Canon just because I'm like, I think it's in the dance episode of Gilmore Girls, and I think I played it in jazz band in middle school. Yeah, I mean... That's why it's Zillennial Canon. Like, I just feel like, for some reason, there was, like, a resurgence of, like, jazz like that. Like, big band jazz in, like, kids' movies in, like, the 90s and 2000s. Am I wrong? It's, it's just like a, it's like a goofy, upbeat, like, kind yeah. of... Vibe. Yeah, but it's yeah. always that song, that, and, like, Take Five... Well, Take Five by Dave Brubeck was, like, the 2010s, like, in the Silver Linings Playbook trailer. Right. Um, I think it was the trailer, maybe the movie. Like, I just feel like... And also, that was in the Green Book trailer, I remember. Uh... I don't know, there are, like, specific jazz songs that just, like, will not shut the fuck up. (laughs) Ten jazz songs that just won't shut the fuck up. This is Watch Mojo. (laughs) (laughs) Take five by Dave Brubeck. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) This fucking song. And I just like... (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, no, it's a cool opening. I don't know. Like, I was... Okay, I'll just be honest. Like, I don't dislike this movie now by any means. You're the one that chose it, Adam. <laughs> Isn't the point of this pod to have new perspectives when we rewatch yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not... No, I'm not talking shit. I still enjoyed it. But <laughs> I think I almost wish I didn't rewatch it, because I used to always tell people, like, dude, dude, the Tower of Terror movie fucking rocks. And then people are like for real i'm like yeah watch it and then they're like when's the last time you watched it like when i was four like i've (laughs) i haven't seen it in like 16 years or whatever like uh that's not true 19 whatever um but it's not as good as i remember it being when i was a fucking kid but there are things i like about it and i think i miss movies about theme park rides uh well you're in luck because there's an entire cinematic universe i mean not cinematic universe but like another like resurgence of disney parks movies which is insane to me um they just signed on for a space mountain movie and we're apparently getting a new haunted mansion is it gonna be del toro or no it's not unfortunately dude i want that del toro movie you know what i found out though so like the writer everyone was like who is this and the writer is the person that made that infamous tweet that was like went to my friend's halloween party dressed as the babadook but it ended up being more of like an adult's drinking wine vibe that tweet (laughs) she's the writer of the new haunted mansion movie has she written anything other than that tweet <laughs> yeah 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 she's no like, I, I don't she's know like a kind of like i don't remember what else she's done but she's like a comedy-ish writer but she also like loves like horror so it should be interesting and then also jungle cruise my most anticipated movie of like 2019 um <laughs> i can't wait for that honestly um so who knows maybe we'll get a new tower of terror well after that video resurfaced of um brian gosling talking about 
haunted mansion and like theme mm-hmm. parks i was like one i love this man um <laughs> two is two him and really... guillermo del toro at disneyland together though <laughs> No, but because do you remember the Del Toro movie was supposed to have him as the lead? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And I was like, yeah, dude, revive that movie, make it. Like, I don't care what it takes, do it. Friend like, of I... the Pod Supriyaki has a T-shirt uh, about Guillermo del Toro's uh, haunted mansion that they want him to make it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm about to yeah. cop that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, so the person that's writing the new one, it's from the writer of. Uh, the new Ghostbusters, the Heat, Spy. Uh, Pretty funny. Which, okay, I mean, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, she was... made that tweet. She's a great. I mean, great tweet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really a fan of these like Melissa McCarthy movies, so like whatever. But like, hopefully, it's good. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just wish Del Toro did it because like it would have been probably spooky, but also like heartfelt too. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I won't write this off yet. I'll get open-minded. Um, yeah. but no, I, I want to make the small world. How do you even do that though? Like I will do it. How? The children of the world come together to save the world. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of like, if I, I feel like you could do like a pretty cool, like, like action one of Thunder Railroad Mountain, like, you know Tony Scott. I don't. I know you haven't seen the movie, but maybe you saw the trailer. Like uh, Tony Scott's Unstoppable with Chris Pine and Denzel Washington. Oh, where the train can't stop. Yeah, like do yeah. something like that with Thunder yeah. Road, and you have a fucking movie. Like I. Yeah. Let me make it Disney. I'll Involve it. the ghost <laughs> eating the dynamite. No, dude, like, go all out with it. Like, make it fucking wacky. Like, people will yeah. go see it. Like, and let me do it. I'll make it. I'll do it for free. I don't care. Uh, no. <laughs> don't do it for free. If they give me a budget, I will... Okay, I won't do it for free, but, like, let me do it. Um, but... Okay, so, like, the things I like about this movie are, like, all the Twilight Zone stuff. Mm-hmm. Which... Or not Twilight Zone, but, like, the Tower of Terror stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest I don't like, which is mostly whatever the lead guy is fucking doing like whatever <laughs> performance he's giving this whatever movie. he's doing i mean it's some may call it acting i call it domestic terrorism he's i think just, it's awful he's just really excited i want to punch him in the face i think he's awful <laughs> i hate him okay um, no he he's really bad in this movie um like he just i don't know like he just doesn't shut the fuck up but like it's weird because, like, I, um, I don't know, like, I feel like, oh, he's, like, the dad in It Takes Two, um, the Mary-Kate Nashley movie. Okay. But it's weird because I feel like, like, movies about journalists more often than not, it's like, okay, you should have been fired, like, 20 years ago. This and guy, also, yeah. yeah, it's like, they, like, <laughs> use journalism as like this needs to be like a personal discovery and it's like over like the dumbest story the only time this has ever worked in the favor of the movie is in uh marielle heller's mr rogers biopic yeah uh literally maybe the best journalism movie ever yeah, yeah. um 
stan Mariel Heller. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like it's very, like, cut and, cut and paste, and it's very common for that trope to be, like, journalists in movies. And I don't know if it's because, like, I know so many journalists that it's, like, literally, like, life is not like that. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I feel like they're all like, can I please write for this publication? Can I please write for this publication? And it's, like, such a difficult career. And this guy's just, like, fucking around, like, pretending, like, that his niece is a ghost. And then is, like, harassing his boss. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, is not fired. Well, he's just, like... It's and then one... he's, like, he's, like, the hotel is the most important story. Like, I need to really do this, like, for me. Like, to, like, learn more about myself. It's, like, and... dude, like... Yeah. Change careers, like... Well, it's, like, how does this, like, pertain to you? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't... And it's just, like, I... He's... It's one thing to be, like, energetic. Or, like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, he's just fucking annoying. Like... He literally, like, he does not want to plant trees. Like, all his family does is plant trees. And he does not help them. He refuses to help them. He's always making fucking excuses that he doesn't want to garden with his... Is it his sister? Because it's, like, his niece. Yeah, they look nothing alike. uh, I have no idea. Yeah, she's a redhead, the sister, and he's, like, fully black hair. But whatever. I mean, that could happen. However, it's, like... Sure. Maybe I wasn't paying attention... I don't know. They didn't. It's just much. it's it's stupid. I like I don't know. Like I I don't like pretty much anything that involves him or like him at the newspaper or him like just talking at all. But I do like I said I like everything like at the beginning. I think the opening's great. Um and then like every like once I get to the hotel like it's kind of cool like yeah as cool as an ABC world disney movie could be um like did they film the exteriors at the park or some interiors because i feel like it looks exactly like footage that i've seen from the park it looked to me at least like they would film like stock footage of like the park like the outside shots of it Mm -hmm. and then like you know, like, that shot where they're, like, on the grounds or, like, they're by the front doors? Yeah. Like, that would, they would look, they got, like, another house that's kind of like that where they could just not pan up and just, like, mm-hmm. have a close-up. I could be wrong about that, but that's how it looked to me on this rewatch. I could be wrong. Um, as for, like, the inside of the hotel, I have no idea because it looks... I, I don't know, honestly. Like, it looks similar. Like, it looks... But I don't want to say that they filmed, like, inside the wait queue of the hotel. If they did, that's really cool. Mm. Maybe um, they just, like, recreated exactly what it looks like. Which seems like more of an effort than it they needed to do if they have it readily available. <laughs> you know, like, at a park. That's filmmaking, baby. Um, I mean, but... it, was, it was a cable movie... But also, it has Disney's budget behind it, so who really knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think also, in retrospect, watching this as a 23-year-old, the plot to this movie is really fucking stupid. <laughs> like, okay, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, like, they, they didn't die, but they were... They're just kind of, like, stuck in the elevator. 
yeah, between life and death, kind of like yeah, it's purgatory, and, maybe yeah, purgatory. And they're like, so they have to um fix the elevator that hasn't been fixed in like I guess this is the nineties, like sixty years. Yeah, um, in order for their souls to like move on, <laughs> I think. Um, I was trying to I. I was really trying hard to pay attention, but it was kind of losing me at points. But I'm not trying to be a downer because I know this is my movie, but like it's just... no, yeah. I kind of was like, not even like, I was just like kind of drifting a little. The thing is, like, I, I hope people like that are listening to this aren't going to be mad at me for being like, how could you say this movie is not good? Like, it's because, like, again, I love Tower of Terror, like, in general, like the whole aesthetic of it. Like, I, I contend, I've said forever. That's my favorite ride at Disney. I will die for that ride and that aesthetic and just like the just everything about that ride, you know? I mm-hmm. love it. But this movie, I feel like is just not I mean, and I get that it's an ABC movie. I, I understand that. I know it's a cable movie. But you could I feel like there's a better version to do it. Like there's a way better Tower of Terror movie to be made. Yeah. Than this. Um, but for what it is, I do like the beginning and the ending. I just, everything in the middle is kind of, like, dragging for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just, like, that's, like, kind of the issue with, like, a lot of these adaptations. Um, is, like, how do you make a movie out of something? Like, how you just said to me, like, how do you make a movie about Small World? Um, I don't know. Be a good writer? Like... (laughs) like i don't know like jungle cruise looks fuck i mean like jungle cruise i guess has a narrative because it's literally like a person doing a stand-up routine with a narrative um in it uh but it's like i think because there were already like kind of sort of pre-existing characters in the tower of terror like at that point just make a twilight zone movie about the tower of terror yeah, um, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I mean, what what are some, like, good, other than, like, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, like, what are good, like, Riot movies? Um, the potential Jungle Cruise movie. That, I'm already out. gonna say, I'm already gonna say that it's Because, like, we already covered Haunted Mansion, we came to the conclusion that the movie's not good. In Haunted Mansion, the last 30 minutes is good, because it actually goes into the mansion and the ghosts actually appear. But I was saying that to somebody the other day, and I stopped myself, and I was like, wait, the ghosts only appear in the last 30 seconds of the ride. <laughs> Um, so it kind of makes sense and it's not that the rest of the haunted mansion is like boring it's the fact that like it's just mostly like scenery so you have to like fill in the rest with like whatever fucked up type of genre movie was popular back then and it was like a slapsticky comedy um so they just like filled it in with whatever would make the movie successful (laughs) and then they like had the imagery from the ride at the end um, so like who knows? I'll, I'll go off on a limb and just say that the uh, the fucking uh, Country Bears movie does not hold up. Um, I'm sure <laughs> we'll cover you. it. We'll Thank cover... you for your service, Adam. I'm, I'm sure we'll cover it one day. Yeah. Probably. Um, but that movie is not good. <laughs> um, I can't uh, wait for the movie that's based on Galaxy's Edge. Damn. Um... <laughs> Um, and also Tomorrowland, which which really should have been good. Like Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard the disappointment in that. I don't think it's like awful. I just think 
it's it could have been more it could have been way more like i don't even I, it's it's a weird i haven't rewatched it since theaters but it's just it takes a very weird turn somewhere in the movie and mm-hmm. i'm just like not sure the movie ever recovered from that yeah. which is crazy because has fucking george clooney in it and it's just like how they got him to sign on for that because he's notoriously picky with what he chooses yeah and, i feel like he hasn't been around lately yeah i mean he's very politically active and you know got married and everything and I oh i don't know i don't follow him on anything so i'm just basically basing it off of like what movies he's in like an old person i don't even think he is on any social media i just know that his wife is extremely political so he, by proxy he also is uh he makes like a lot of political videos and stuff but true um but yeah like i don't know like he it's just funny to me that he's never done a Disney movie. I don't think at least. Um, and that's the only one he did. <laughs> and I, I'm curious to look at the screenplays any better. That he yeah. Cause the, again, the, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, do you care if I spoil at the beginning of that movie? Like. Tomorrow? No, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to our listeners. If uh, you've never seen this movie, that's like 10 or more years old, but Adam's about to spoil it. I'm going to spoil the first five minutes of the movie, but the first okay. five minutes of the movie, um, the character of, uh, uh, like the little boy version of George Clooney's character, he goes on, it's a small world. And he like, that's how he acts. Because I guess tomorrow, I can't, I'm trying to remember specifically what it is, but like there's some kind of like Tomorrowland society uh-huh. that he can trigger on the, it's a small world ride to get somewhere, I think, or do something. Um, it's either exactly it's a small world or it's like a ride, like a tip of the hat to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something like that. Like it's a river ride with all these singing dolls or whatever, um, which I thought was kind of cool for whatever. But um, I don't yeah, know Yeah, they I should make that. like, I don't know, like something like that's like very parks because it's like the parks are like probably the most popular thing like they can reference them like something that is really cool to me is that the new pirates of the caribbean movies like johnny depp is fucking gone and it's based on the redhead like you know how they changed the redhead in the ride because it was like they were like weren't they like auctioning off like the redhead to like the men or whatever and they were like who wants the redhead or whatever right yeah and they changed her animatronic to be like the leader of the pirates um and people were angry of course like sexist people were angry (laughs) but she's apparently going to be like the lead of the new movies which is cool like i think margot robbie is playing her I i thought it was karen whatever well she um that bald bitch from guardians of the galaxy Right. Yeah, no, I think, um, <laughs> right. I don't know if she dropped off or anything or if Margot Robbie's just also in it. Um, but the latest okay. report I mean, was that Margot Robbie is the lead of Pirates now. I wouldn't mind either of them. Uh, but that's really because they're basing it off of one specific animatronic. Like, that's very cool. Why yeah, don't do no, things cool. like that. Like, literally, like, back to Tower of Terror, all these characters, like, why not just make the movie about them? Yeah, I love Kirsten Dunst. There's this guy that wears socks and sandals and this. Like, it doesn't have to be about them. Like, I, yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like, lore is, like, pretty deep and kind of endless. So you can yeah. kind of do whatever you want with it. Um, which is why I was wondering, like, because I love the first three movies. I think they're all great. Um, but four and five were just kind of, like, too But attempt- also it's, like, get Johnny Depp the hell out of here. 
I don't like. I don't know. Like he he's really good. As, he's good as Jack Sparrow. I know, I know, but I don't want to see him ever again. You know. I guess. Like I don't know. Like I, I think. I don't like. I don't care if he's not going to be in it. I really don't care. But like, um, the thing is, like the last two attempts of like reviving it, especially the last one, that felt like they were trying to do like a Force Awakens kind of thing. Like they brought back Orlando Bloom and everything. Like as wasn't he in it for like five minutes though. He was kind of like the Luke Skywalker of the movie because, like, the entire the main character. Because you remember the third movie, um, where mm-hmm. at the end, him and like uh, Karen Knightley have a son. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. The movie is the uh, their son is the lead, and he's going on a quest to bring his like break his dad's curse from Davy Jones. Oh my god! When I saw that movie, um, I didn't want to go see it. And I was there with, like, my family and, like, another family that we were friends with. And I did not want to be there. And I was sitting at the end of the row. And some guy took his shoes off and put his feet up on my armrest. And his feet smelled so bad. And that's my memory of that movie. Fucking just knock his feet off with your arm. What I you was doing? a child. I was, like, so scared. The last Pirates movie? The fifth one. The fifth one? That was like two years ago. Oh, wait, no, then maybe it was the third one. I don't know. One of them. I'm like, you're like, I'm a child. I'm like, it came out in 20. I'm I'm already a child. I mean, I'm still a child. Okay. 23 year old. <laughs> um, have you ever read or heard of those books, The Kingdom Keepers? Yes, they're um rewriting them. Another thing too, I wanna I wanna make the Figment movie. <laughs> The Figment movie? Yeah. Why? I fucking love Figment and the dream the dream find dream guy. I'm I'm exhausted, guys. Don't um, cancel me. <laughs> I think he uh I, I know like a lot of Disney stands like love Figment. I just uh I don't know if I've actually been on that ride that's I have on. a plush of him right next to me. Damn. That's crazy. Um, yeah. No, yeah, but those <laughs> books, and then um, also, uh, they're rewriting them now. Like they have new ones that are going to be updated. Um, and are they allowed to use like Marvel and Star Wars now, or is it just still going to be like strictly Disney? I don't know. I actually don't know if they're going to be like rewritten or if they're just like rebooting the series. I mean, um, it would be weird to rewrite them. No, like almost like a re like a reissuing type thing like to update it which would yeah that would be weird well but... i only read the first book when i was a kid i never read the rest but True. Um, i remember the first one was like i think i read it when i was like what 10 or 11 or something maybe younger um well something I... sorry Go i was just say like i just think it i i remember it at least as a kid being like a really cool setup for like a mm-hmm. story like just like it's like that's every kid's dream it's like go to disney and have the park be empty and have like everything kind of like be alive like i don't that's a cool concept like um so that's like immediately like just a cool book idea you know yeah yeah um yeah i that was like one of the reasons i actually recently it's probably a year ago recently uh i ordered the epic mickey game for wii because I, like, always wanted to play that when I was a kid. And then I found out recently that it's, like, 
like the villains that you're fighting like you like fight like the small world clock and stuff and i was like oh my god and i ordered it and sean and i played it once and i was like this game is like too like visually dark like i can't see what's going on and then i never played it again i've never played that game it was like very cool it was just difficult and I, like, didn't want to give up on it, but also, like, because it was so, like, physically dark, like, I could not see, um, I just, Wait. I gave up on it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to Google it, because I wanted to remind myself what it looks like, mm-hmm. then I accidentally Googled Epic Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like the the um like <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> like the concept art and stuff is so cool and like yeah. it was legitimately like scary like it was so scary like the opening scene is literally like some guy like straps Mickey to a table and like slices his head open and like takes his brain out. I love that. It's so scary, um, and like the concept art looks like that like artwork that's like what would it be like if the disney princesses were evil he fights the cheshire cat yeah there's like and like space mountain is in it and like yeah it's really cool i need to uh maybe play it i haven't even played the newest kingdom hearts yet like i haven't i don't play shit I want to get into Kingdom Hearts, honestly. I played the first two when I was a kid. Loved them. Still play the new one. It is out, right? Like, it's a thing. Kingdom Hearts? Like, the third one. Uh, yeah. It came out, like, last year, I think. Okay. I I was, like, 99.9% sure it was. Mm. But didn't want to sound like a dumbass, which I am. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I I still got to play that. Because it looked great from what I, uh, from what I just heard about it and saw but yeah one time look up the concept it. art it's really cool yeah i mean i've like i said i loved those games when i was a kid and they the fact that they added like pixar and shit to it is like really no neat. no the epic mickey concept art oh the epic mickey right yeah, yeah um really yeah, no, it, scary yeah i was just looking at it it looked cool um yeah i uh yes yeah anyway <laughs> Um, Why are we just like avoiding talking about the movie? <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, there's nothing to fucking talk about. Like, and like all the notes that I wrote down are so like just don't even matter. I'm like this guy. I said this bitch's name is named Buzzy Crocker. Yeah, like, that, I mean that's like what my notes are. Like, does this matter? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I I feel bad because I picked this movie and there's really like nothing to talk about. It's like Bionicle again. Yeah. Where it's like I saw it when I was a kid, and I lived twenty years of my life thinking it was good, and it's yeah. not bad, but it's like Bionicle was worse, one hundred percent worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not trying to, but it's the same thing where like I haven't seen them in like twenty years, and mm-hmm. I have not even really thought about them that much. And then I'm like, hey, that should be on the on the pod one day. And well, here we are. <laughs> one thing I did write is that like. I don't think I would have been scared of this. Like, there are definitely scary moments. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been necessarily scared of this as a kid. But Mm -hmm. I think that I would have been so bored. Because, like, there are, like, points, like we said, like, when it cuts back to, like, um, (laughs) Buzzy and Kirsten Dunst. That are just, like, boring. Like, nothing happens. And I don't see how kids would find it entertaining. 
Yeah, no, that, I mean, that was kind of my issue with it, watching it now. And again, I don't even know how I sat through it when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. um, I remembered every beat as I was watching. I was like, I don't remember it being this boring. But mm-hmm. I was like, I remember all this. Yeah, so I'm like wondering, like, how did I, uh, how did I sit through it? Like, because, again, you don't, I mean, you don't, they don't go to the uh, hotel to like 40 minutes in. And it's only 80 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. um. And like I said, like the opening's cool, and then when they finally get to the hotel, it's when they first get there, it's still a little bit slow because they're just kind of like fucking around outside. Like, mm-hmm. but when they get to the lobby, it's kind of like, oh, all right. And then, but that, there's only like thirty minutes left, you know? Yeah, you got to go through a lot of dumbass shit in this movie to get to like the Tower of Terror stuff. And even then, even though I enjoyed the hotel stuff, there's not a lot to it like it's very simple um yeah and, and again i i get that it's i get that it's a cable movie i understand that it was aimed for kids you know it's, it's all these different things but it, make a new one is what i'm saying do it again like and i don't even know if they can anymore yeah because uh, of tower of terror or uh, um, like oh yeah i meant Twilight Zone. but um, i don't know it's, uh, I feel like if they took the IP out of the park and it just became Tower of Terror, then they would be able to. However, I don't think they would. So. Well, I mean, that's because, I mean, the cool thing about the ride, I mean, it's not the only cool thing about the ride, but one of the cool things about the ride is Rod Sterling's presence on the ride. Like, mm-hmm. you have him in the pre show and on the ride, and even when you're off the ride, you know? Yeah. Um, there's so much um, just Twilight Zone lore scattered around the queue and the ride itself that I don't even know. Like, if you take all that out of it, like, you'd have to completely revamp the pre show. Like, it'd have to be yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and even then, I don't know what the contract is specifically that, like, if Tower of Terrorists, like, does CBS con- entirely now own the rights to that, or is it? I, 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 mean, I don't know. Probably not. I think it's just like I don't know if Tower of Terror is like a Twilight Zone episode, like the concept of the elevator, just because I'm not super familiar with the Twilight Zone. Um but it I know that the ride like includes like details from Twilight Zone episodes. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not necessarily sure what exactly it would be. That would be, like, the crossover of, like, the movie and Twilight Zone. Yeah, and again, that's, I guess, maybe why this movie only sometimes feels like a Tower of Terror mm-hmm. um, thing. Like, they so, had to take so many different creative liberties that it's just, like, not even... I don't well, know. I think if you made another movie, like, literally just do what the best of these mo- kind of movies do... Which is do your own thing, but recreate the best moments in your own way. Like mm-hmm. have a part that kind of resembles the opening like cue or like the uh, opening uh, the opening video, but like have them get locked in the library room. Like have mm-hmm. that be a thing. Like have that be yeah. A they thing. only really went in the lobby and then like met the ghost. Yeah, like, <laughs> they didn't even meet the ghost on the elevator. Like that's not tower. I mean, come on, like. Fuck. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, it's stupid. Um, also, I'm reading, to answer one of our past questions, 
Uh, it says the movie was partially filmed in Orlando at the attraction. And okay. then the, the rest was filmed on a soundstage in California. Makes sense. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, this one's just okay in retrospect. Like, the entire, like, twist about uh, it being the, uh, the sister of the, of the... Yeah, that was just, like, so, like... Like, it was just at the point where, like, I was just like, I kind of don't care. <laughs> no, I really didn't care by the time. I don't know. I sound, yeah. like, ridiculous. But, like, I just, like, that's just something that, like, it was, like, cool when she was, like, digging through the trunk and she, like, found the stuff from, like, the, um, like, the actress. I don't know. I'm literally, okay, I'm literally, like, the child star Sally Shine and you're, like, the caretaker. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> just trying to like rope me in when I'm getting feral. Yeah, she's one. Uh, this uh, the little girl in this movie is like a fucking Shirley Temple motherfucker. Like exactly, I know. want her dress so badly. <laughs> okay, okay, e girl. I um, wear it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that entire thing with the sister was stupid, and like, and then like the re- resolution to it was like just so quick by the end. Like, yeah. Where it's like she was just like, "I forgive you. We're going to your birthday party." It's like so okay. <laughs> so like, I mean, there's I I don't even know if I want to bring it up because I don't really fucking care. But like, I I guess I have to just for material for the pod. Like, so like at the end when all the souls are like back at the party. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, it does. I guess the canonically like the little girl does die but it's just her spirit having like one last moment mm-hmm. but then but all the other people have been alive but their souls were just transported back to that moment even though they've been fucking dead sure i, I have no idea like i this is so stupid like i don't <laughs> and i get i get it i get it like a, i'm it, not even the type of person to be like plot holes but like because, like, I don't like that criticism of art. But I don't... this is, like... It just, like, the story just makes zero sense. Well, the thing is, like, most of the time people say plot holes. It's usually just them not paying attention or, like... Plot holes don't always equal to, like, shit part of the story that you don't like. Mm-hmm. But in the case of an actual thing in a movie that's not explained but it happens anyways... Mm-hmm. like a, It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, this movie literally does have plot holes. Like, it's not even... Uh, and I can only stress this enough. I get it. It's an ABC, Disney thing, whatever. But it just makes no sense. Um, yeah. Another again, thing, too, like, it doesn't even follow the conventions of, like... I feel like whenever there's a movie like this and there's, like, any side characters, I'm like, oh, they're all ghosts. Right. And, like, they weren't. <laughs> well, except for the uh, lady. But, like, that's yeah. revealed, like, right away. Like, as soon as yeah. they get the He, like, falls in love with a ghost. Okay. He wants um, to fuck a ghost. Literally. Um, but, like, the groundskeeper, I'm like, he's definitely a ghost. Like, there's no way he isn't. Um, oh. Like, even when he was, like, hesitant to, like, go into the house, I'm like, yeah, he's a ghost. Like, but... Right. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he was just some guy in uh, socks and sandals. And but how fucking cool would that be if he was? Like that would have added. I mean, to the like story. not even, not even like cool, but like spooky. Like like just following conventions at least. Yeah, and like 
Because, I mean, it wouldn't even, like, dumber at that part, because it's just, like, a generic character of, like, he's the comedic relief that's not good at his job, but they rely on him. Mm -hmm. Like, that's such a tired trope that I would just prefer that he's a ghost, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, wouldn't it be cool, like, to just have a Tower of Terror movie where you're just, like, everything is creepy. Like, you have Bellhop, and you don't real, and then the banker doesn't realize until, like, halfway through that they're all ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. Until he's like stuck on the elevator, and that—that's your movie. That's your Tower of Terror movie. Like I, I feel like it's so easy to write this that it's almost like absurd to me that this movie did such a bad job at it. Um, the more I talk about it, the more like the less I like it. Honestly, like we should just rewrite it together. I'm down. Like I don't, I don't know. Like it's just, I and again at the beginning, like when I was like, it's not great. You're like, what? Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's not great. It's it's really not good. Yeah. Um I I like my notes are just like this old woman is fucking insane. Like I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> I really don't. It's stupid, but there was I... one line that was like she's a crusty old dame, but she loved the loved the girl. She's a crusty old dame. Oh, the uh, the babysitter. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the... a crusty old dame, but she loved that girl. Yeah. Well, like, because yeah. that was the twist. Like, the it set up that um, the, the whatever was like the one that did that to the girl. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the sister. Because I don't know, like, but then again, like at the beginning, like if she loves her so much, why is she being such like a bitch to her? Like, I don't know. A like, bitch. She literally tried to kill her. No, like the like the the little girl. Like I heard yeah. like uh, the uh, the babysitter. Like in the opening, like yeah, she was like literally like I don't know, just being a dick. Like I don't know. It's a redhead. Um, yeah, yeah, but like the most obvious shit ever. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, to the point of where, like, what you say later doesn't make sense because of how you faked us out at the beginning, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she loves her, but she fucking hates her in the first 20 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just... But again, I like the opening, and I like the actual, like, ghost stuff at the end where they're trying to, like, I don't know, like, fix the elevator. And then... I, I mean, even though I criticize, like, the plot hole of, like, the ghost of the party... I still think the actual party sequence is kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. And the aesthetic of like their spirits like leaving is kind of neat. Um, that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like, I, that's all I liked about this movie. I hated everything else, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm kind of really fucking sad that I rewatched this movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, I picked it. It's why, you don't have to be sorry. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> But it's uh, it's not good, Bob. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sorry to anyone that listened to this and they're like, hell yeah, they're talking about uh, Tower of Terror. My favorite movie, Tower of Terror. And also, I hate Disney parks. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about my favorite movie, Tower of Terror. <laughs> sorry to this right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wonder if there's anyone actually that like listens to our pod that like likes this movie. Actually, let me look at Letterboxd because I want to see if there's someone <laughs> that listens to our pod that has like logged this movie. 
I'm gonna really quick uh, give it five stars. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. None of these. I mean, all my friends that have seen it do not listen to this pod. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if Patrick listens to the pod, but he, yeah, he, uh, he You gave it. it three stars. I just removed it. Oh, okay. A uh, um, friend of the pod, Taylor Manis, that was on our Haunted Mansion episode, uh, that's a Parks person, said she gave it four stars. And she said, the fact that Dewey has a grandson means that he's one of the only ghosts who is confirmed to have fucked. Reckon with that knowledge. That's a good review. She's smarter than us when it comes to Literally, her. she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, so maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. Like, I... Um... I mean, yeah, you are, but like... Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's sad. Like, when you rewatch something like this, and it's just like, it fucking sucks. Like, this is the director, producer, and writer's only film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Wow. Imagine being him. Also, yeah. I didn't like, um, I've mentioned this before that my uh, biggest fear is, uh, conspiracy theorists and secret societies and things like that um but i didn't like that the uh like guy that helped them out like the groundskeeper i didn't like that his name was q (laughs) and they kept saying like oh thanks to you q like you figured it all out like you got us out of here i'm just like i don't like those (laughs) i've uh yeah i don't i didn't like him as a character either like yeah. In general, like it was kind of like, because like, like it's just really shitty comedic relief. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't like it. Mm. I have nothing else to say about this movie. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing else in my brain. I mean, is there anything else we can say about the ride? Uh, I've never been on it. The ride's amazing. If you, for some reason, have not been on it, and plan to go to Disney after COVID is like less of a thing uh write it it's like maybe the best disney ride of all time um which is why talking shit right now kind of hurts um because i really wanted to like this movie on a rewatch mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have no idea i was like literally looking forward to this all weekend to like rewatch this movie and now i'm here talking shit um but now i'm here talking shit i think the moral that's the of the story whole, that's the whole concept of uh this pod I don't know. Like, um, I think if the there's a moral to this episode is that even though I don't like this movie anymore, unfortunately, um, I think there's still so much potential when it comes to like doing theme park ride movies, especially mm-hmm. Disney theme park rides. Um, like, I don't know. Like, there's just so many different ones you can do. Like. And I don't know if, like I said, we, I don't know if you can do another Tower Terror movie, but if you could, you can make it fucking awesome. Like, there's really no worse Tower Terror movie you could make, you know? Um, it can't go any lower than this, I don't think. Like yeah. Yeah, we'll make, we'll make a new one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yours is a small world? That's your dream one? Yeah, that or Figment. There's, like, Figment, like, comic books that I want to read, but I don't really like the art style because they make, like, the Dreamfinder look, like, sexy, and I don't like that. I was I'm going gonna, gonna to get into that. Like, like <laughs> my Snagglepuss com- communist uh, comic book hasn't come yet. I don't know where it is. I mean, you just ordered it. No, I ordered it a week ago. Did you order, like, express delivery? 
Let's see where it is. Where in the world is her Snagglepuss comic book? It's like stuck in Pennsylvania. Okay. Maybe I'll have it for the next episode. Or maybe she'll watch a Fast and Furious movie before the next episode. Mm, no, it's Halloween time. Are you going to watch it during November, maybe? like Maybe. Please do. I need you to watch these movies. You have to watch these movies. Yeah, I will. It's not that I don't want to. However, it just, it, there are so many movies out there, you know? And you watch none of them. I watch none of them. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Is that it? What else is there to say? There's nothing else to say about this movie. I think I, that is it. If Taylor listens to this episode, we're so sorry. I'm sorry. I really, uh, I kind of wish she was on this episode. I wish we invited her because yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure she could have given some insight and made me like appreciate it again. But uh, as of now, where I stand is that I'm sad because it's not as good as I remember it. And, yeah. But you know what? That's the pod, baby. That's that's life. That's life. And the uh, that- the song made famous from the movie The Joker. What's that movie? I've never seen it. Oh, you gotta see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> Why did good? I say it like that? <laughs> you gotta see it. It's the Joker, baby. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> <laughs> Is Joker a theme park ride movie? Because they have a Joker ride at Six Flags. Yes, it's based on a Six Flags ride. Yeah, that's canonically in my... That's my headcanon, is that it's a theme park ride movie. Oh my god. Todd Phil, like, what are the credits for that fucking movie? It was, like, based on the Joker ride <laughs> at Six Flags. No, we should start making. Oh my god, we should start making rides based on. Oh my god, based on like Six Flags rides. You mean movies based off Six Flags rides? Yes, I'm sorry. It's almost 1 a.m. and I haven't even like begun to get ready for bed yet. Um, Um, Yeah, so movies based on Six Flags rides. (laughs) Everybody has already turned off the pond by now. Birds of Prey was based off of a. Harley Quinn's crazy train at Six Flags. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> if I still... have no other thoughts. <laughs> also, uh, only one person told me to watch Josie and the Pussycats. I know. That was fucked up. It got a bunch of likes, though. Yeah, I know. I was like, I think I got away with it. Like, I... I'm not gonna have to watch that movie. <laughs> Wow, that's fucked up. You're gonna have to um, do it. Now you're gonna like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. November. Yeah, Damn. I will. Damn. Yeah. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Exactly. All right, we should wrap this up. Adam, where can they find you? All right, wrap it up, John Dealman. Um, you guys can find me on uh, fucking Twitter, I guess. If you're listening, you already follow me. Um, that's fine. 
Um, you can also follow me on the AOK podcast, the Aggressively OK podcast. Uh, we just did a commentary track for War with Grandpa. <laughs> that was fun. Um, literally, maybe genuinely the worst movie I've ever seen. So, like, I'm so excited. Um, listen to that and maybe watch the movie too if you dare. Um, I, I don't know. I it feels like a millennial movie. But like 15, 20 years later, mm-hmm. which makes it very surreal. Um, so if you want to watch that movie and hear me talk through it <laughs> for some reason, um, it's up. It's it's alive on Spotify and Apple or wherever else you pod. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to plug, actually, I was on um, Friend of the Pods. I was scared, too. I was on that podcast last week talking about Jennifer's body, which is one of my faves of all time. Um, So check that out. And uh, I'm at Garlic Emoji on Twitter, but you all know that. Yeah, if you listen to the entire episode, you already know that. Yeah, literally. Um, Yeah. Cool, guys. I'm going to go right. order some uh, Disney Parks comic books on eBay now. No, Kira, and... don't. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just online shop live on the pod. All right, guys. Joker, or uh, Kira turning into the Joker is just her buying shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go off on a tangent right now because I need to go to sleep. All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>